Minister Davies joins us on the line now to tell us more about this. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, morning, Skim. Morning, listeners. Now, Minister Davies, uh, your statement says that Michael Froman will recommend that President Obama lift the threat of suspension um, uh, of these uh, of AGOA. Has this been done yet? And are there still any other outstanding issues that still need to be sorted out? Uh, well, the answer to the second part first. There's no more issues that need to be sorted out. The uh, product is here already uh, in the market in South Africa. And uh, the letter uh, said that um, he was going to make that recommendation to the president, and uh, in the end it's the president's call, but I think that's a pretty clear signal that uh, the suspension will be lifted. Minister, there's great concern, and and I've been uh, looking at my Twitter feed this morning and other uh, networks, uh, social media platforms as well, and interestingly, none of our listeners this morning seem particularly enthusiastic about the arrival of U.S. poultry in South Africa, and I just want to read a few to you. Uh, Vugile Twati says, American chickens has negative implications on local suppliers with jobs at stake. Goa is a disturbingly costly deal. Uh, Another one from my Paul, who says uh, chicken box disease arrived in frozen chicken, literacy would have been better. And CP says, may South Africa please brand uh, this visibly. It must be visibly labeled with our flag uh, so that we know what to buy because I personally wouldn't want to buy any U.S. chicken. And there were tons of those um, uh, messages. So what could you say at this point to try and allay people's fears that there's nothing untoward here and they would not be concerned consuming uh, chickens that would uh, in some way impart diseases to them? Well, I think that the agreement that we've reached and the discussions that took place with our veterinary authorities, which were the process, uh, was to ensure that the poultry that arrives here, as well as the pork and the beef, uh, does meet um, safety standards and won't uh, create uh, problems for human health or for animal health. That is the work that's being done. Um, what I can say, really, I don't. Uh, it's not for me to to be um, urging consumers to buy um, imported uh, meat, but we do already have imported meat in South Africa from a number of other places. Yes, I was I was simply saying that the uh, that uh, we we have uh, uh, done what we uh, I think are required to do, and the, the veterinary authorities have now satisfied themselves that uh, the um, uh, imported product from the United States will not pose a threat to uh, human or animal health. Uh, also, at the same time, uh, we're saying that we have imports from other countries, but there will be a labeling that will allow people to make a, a consumer choice, at least as far as the um, purchase of uncooked product is concerned. I mean, once you find it cooked in restaurants and so on, uh, there's no way of being of telling where it comes from. And there's also a concern about how this will impact on the South African poultry market. Uh, people concerned that there may be job losses, also the issue of pricing. Um, uh, how is this agreement going to affect the change in prices of meat, if any? Well, um, I think the, 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 the point about the, uh, the, the job losses is that we, we were faced with either we made a concession on the three meats or we lost a GOA access uh, in which there were jobs at stake in a whole lot of other industries which are quite labor-intensive, macadamia, nuts, citrus. Uh, now we've got access for lychees and other fruits, as well as in uh, value-added products, the motor industry, mining products, and so on. So uh, that was the choice we had to make. We had to make a concession. I think that by negotiating, which is the choice we made, uh, because uh, some people were telling us we should have just uh, done what we were asked, which was 
remove the anti-dumping duty in its entirety. Then when we negotiated, we negotiated with the poultry industry. And I think we arrived at a, at a quantum, a quota of 65,000 tons with a, a, a growth factor. But the 65,000 tons, uh, which is tolerable to the local industry, um, we also agreed that we would work with the local industry to gain market access for the white meat in the United States as well as to promote their product elsewhere. There were a number of other aspects of that, uh, the developmental uh, part of the program that we negotiated with the United States and so on. So I think that, uh, yes, we paid a price, um, and uh, the price was uh, one that we had to pay if we wanted to keep uh, what is quite an important uh, uh, market access arrangement. Uh, AGOA, of course, is a non-reciprocal uh, trade uh, set of trade preferences by the United States, and at the end of the day, it was uh, their call. Uh, we lobbied intensively. Uh, we would have preferred to have just stayed in AGOA without uh, making this kind of concession, but in the end of the day, that was the price for staying in AGOA, and I think it's, a, in the end of the day, from the point of view of the country as a whole, industries as a whole, um, uh, I think we've, we've, we've got a reasonable deal uh, at the end of this. And then just for the skeptics who feel that perhaps you shouldn't have conceded, um, how do you convince them that, uh, apart from the reasons that you've just given us, that uh, this was in fact uh, worth South Africa's while to stay in this agreement and whether any other alternatives actually existed to this minister? Well, um, no, there was, there was no other way we would have retained the preferences. If we had not uh, done this, we would have been taken out of a goer. They said already we would have been taken out for agricultural goods. That would have come in uh, in the uh, 15th of March. Uh, it would have come actually earlier if we had not done the agreement. Uh, and those would have affected citrus, uh, macadamia nuts, the list I gave already. Uh, and then uh, that wouldn't have been the end of the story because we'd have had a progressive uh, removal of, of the other preferences. Moti industry would probably have followed and then uh, some of the other products as well. So it would have meant that we would have lost uh, export markets. Um, we would have been losing those export markets at a time when, because of the drought, uh, we will have to import some food this year. Um, that would have probably had a, an effect on the agricultural balance of trade. Um, there would certainly have been jobs at stake in those industries that would have been lost. So uh, we have to pay something. I mean, that is usually the way international trade works. I and mean, People don't um, uh, usually come along and just offer you something for Mahala. Um, and uh, that's, uh, that's what we found in this particular case. Before, um, in, the, in the, the, the AGOA we had before, we didn't have to pay any of this. But this time around, there were a lot of debates and discussions in the U.S. Congress. And uh, this was made very clear that this was the price we would have to pay to stay in a go. Uh, so I think we, we managed to negotiate the price into something which is more tolerable. Uh, we did it uh, in very close consultation with the Poultry Association, and I think I need to congratulate them and commend them for the patriotism they showed in uh, basically being part of the process in which they had nothing to gain and they were the payers. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, we paid a reasonable price uh, to keep uh, a set of uh, quite important and valuable trade preferences. Minister Rob Davies, thank you so much for your time, Minister of Trade and Industry.